down the street. Oh, sorry, that's the squeaking of my chair. All right, I'm locked and loaded. Are you? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm locked. I'm sorry, I have my ra- a raspy voice. I'm getting over a cold. Are you all right? <clears throat> yeah, I'm fine. My voice is different. I hope it really doesn't throw you. Um, I think it's sexy, and I'm also suddenly worried about our next podcast guest who may be uh, breathing in your suite. Oh, no, no, don't worry about that. I, I, I actually was, don't. I don't. I kind of really don't. Isn't L.A. funny that way? Everyone's like, are you okay? And um, don't get too close to me. They make a big thing at work, a mom about it, too. Getting sick? So if I do get sick, I don't say anything because I, I'm worried I'll get the blame for Yeah, well... Next. We are working in close quarters with each other. I don't know about you guys, you and Allison. You get pretty close over there. We get real close. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, dear listeners, uh, I've got the great, great pleasure of having Eric Stone Street here tonight. Um, And he's playing with uh, my hand lotion. Wow, he's the first guest to actually pick up the hand lotion and start using it. What the fuck is it? Well... I'm I'm surprised that that of the things in front of you, that's what you picked up. Well, I like good smelling things. Because that's why will you I tell our listeners up. what's in front of you. Uh, looks like there's well, there's a lighter, there is some water, there is a candle, there's a matryoshka Russian nesting doll. That's the word for it. That's amazing. Uh huh. That's I learned incredible. that on a TV show once. This is a penis in a vagina, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted you to tell our listeners because of all the things you picked up, you could. What is this? Is this anatomy? Yeah. Is this a penis inside of a vagina? No, just the penis. You can take it apart. Well, it's upside down. Well. Oh, I see. Mine doesn't do that. (laughs) How does it do this? And then you can take it apart. Hey, I got a question. Is this average size penis? Because I feel pretty good about myself. (laughs) Yes, that is the average size. Are you serious? Yes. God, yes, hello. <laughs> anyway, um, can I get another napkin? That lotion got oh, everywhere. Oh, I'm so sorry. The cap wasn't on it from whoever didn't play with I it before me. I think there was me. a lot of squeezing done. Yeah, well, to it. what are you asking? What, and it kind of doesn't smell very good, does it? I'm sorry. The lotion? No, it smells fine. It's okay. girly, but why is there a lotion and a fake penis in front of me? What were you guys going to ask me to do on this podcast? <laughs> and uh, you can take it apart. Lots of fun. This should be on your toy show. Oh, my God. That would be incredible. Holy shit, man. Kids would love that. Wait, did you invent this? Because you can bring it on the next season. <laughs> I I did not. I, wouldn't it be impressive if I you like saw my um, like plastic melting machines in the garage? No, I meant did you vaginas. invite vaginas and anuses? Oh, invent yes. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You should you should totally um, wait. Why are they here, though? Come on, please, somebody answer. I, truly, I don't even know. I bought them because I, I wanted them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I brought them down here for guests to look at. Eric, if you you have to see the rest of the... We have creepy things in this house. I don't think this qualifies as creepy. Well, that's a pineapple. I'm just li- listing things that I see now. Yeah, this, is, this isn't the super... Creepy you're, room? You're not at the creepy well, part. Well, thank you for not taking me into the creepy room. <laughs> That's the attic. She actually, she has stored a bunch of our guests in the attic. Yes. Stored them? You know, if I really like you, I just want to keep you. <laughs> I understand that, 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 that impulse. I get it. 
Um, hey, Eric, will you tell us a little bit about your experiences in life? Sure. <laughs> where, would you, where would you like me to start? Um, My first memory? Yeah, yeah. And we'll, then we'll skip a little bit of time, but I want to know your first memory. I think one of my first memories is throwing up grape juice in my dad's hands. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. It kind of sets the tone. Yeah. My dad's there for me. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's a... I'm, I've thought about it before, and I'm pretty sure that's my first memory, because I do remember it. <laughs> So that qualifies as a memory. Do you think that one sticks out so much because you I like grape feel juice. guilty about it? No. Or, or like at the time, did you feel bad? Like, oh, no, I just threw up on my dad's No, hands. I probably would have thought I was in trouble. But I think I'm, I'm and I'm not, I think I was like three. I think I was three or four. Because I have a picture that I've always equated to that day, <clears throat> whether it's th- from that day or not, that I was really sick. And that I'm pass, I'm sleeping on a couch in my diaper, toddler pants, whatever they are, with my f- pet frog, my stuffed frog with me. I had a frog that I carried instead of a teddy bear or an animal, and his name was Yeah Yeah. I still have him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Y a y a. I mean. But I feel like you had a, like an intimate twist on the end of when you said Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> My intimate twist is uh, the lotion on this fake penis. There's my intimate <laughs> twist. Um, so I think that's my first memory. But I don't think I feel bad. I think I, as I've gone on through life, I feel like it's a pretty solid memory to have thrown up in your dad's hands. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I approve. <clears throat> um, and then what about L.A.? So jumping to <laughs> 30 years later. <laughs> uh, yeah, L.A. It's really something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Don't you just hate it? I mean, love it and hate it. All y- yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I do. I mean, I, I to be fair, if anybody's listening and is thinking like, it must be so bad, you're on a TV show <laughs> or whatever. Um, I had the same feeling about it before I was ever successful, yeah. whatever yeah. that means. Yeah. I hated that I loved it. I have. I've. I had to come to the feeling that there was something about my personality that in, that enjoyed the constant limbo and gamble like there's something that drives me and and enjoys that now i've had a great job for now 8 years i also enjoy that cuz i'd yeah. never had that before there's something weird about us that uh we enjoy rejection or disappointment or ups and downs of a very volatile, exciting business. Yeah, and especially that, you know, I, I mean, being a mom is my first long-term job. Yeah. And I was so used to, you know, a three-month shoot and then trying to, scrambling to get the next job. I, now, sort of adjusting to the, the being on a show um, for this amount of time, it's been an odd adjustment. Like, well, Is I, this season three or four? It's four. You finished four. We're about to. We have two about more. to finish yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. How many seasons has Modern Family done? Eight. So yeah, I can that's, say it's cute. That's fucking rad. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But let me tell you, you were, you know, 
you before mom, like you, people knew who you were. No one knew who the hell I was except friends that I had gone to high school with and college with before Modern Family. And so before I got this show, my longest job in Hollywood had been eight days. The longest consecutive time I was employed in a 12-year career. Wow. In a successful And what, and what was it? Uh, a campaign of commercials for Comcast, where I did like 10 commercials and it took eight days to shoot it. Now, I had been put on a weekly on TV shows before, meaning that I got paid for a week, but I would they'd shoot me out in one or two days. So constant employment, meaning I get to wake up and go to work, wake up the next day, go to work, wake up the next My longest time, my longest stint was eight days. And then I, and then Modern Family, of course, that's long-term employment. Yeah. Were you able yeah. to support yourself as an actor during those 12 years? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what's crazy is I had what any actor, you know, sort of looking in at my career um, would happily exchange with. Like I was guest starring on TV shows and co-starring and done over, I think, 60-some commercials in a career and owned a home. And, you know, I was making it and getting close. Uh, on different shows, testing for things, not getting them, booked a couple pilots, didn't go, that kind of career. So I was on the right trajectory, but not having the creative stimulation and like the creative, you know, feeling of like, I'm really making a difference, you know, or I'm putting my stamp on anything. It was my career was more beyond time, shut up, hit your mark, know your lines and, you know, don't ask a lot of questions. Which I was happy to do, paid you know, paid good. But there's a loneliness. Obviously, there's a loneliness to L.A. Well, there's certainly a loneliness to what we do. Yeah, I think I think about this all the time. It's like people's perception of us, the people that do what we do. I think is not always remotely accurate, like of who we are as people. You know, I don't know if people ask you this when. You know, you're doing interviews and stuff, but people are always like, well, what's it like to be famous? Or what's it like to people to recognize you? It's like, like a number one question people ask. And I always say it's like, I don't wake up like and think, oh, I'm famous. <laughs> you know, I wake up and I think like, oh, man, I got to I got to trim my big toe today. I keep forgetting to do that. Or I wake up and I'm a little gassy or, you know, whatever it is. And it's not until I go outside of my home or go someplace that someone reminds me or reminds us that they know me from something other than seeing me at the store. I mean, I still get caught getting visibly angry at people that are staring at me. And I'm like, what the fuck is that person looking at? And somebody will have is to be like, like... Is it like, well, gosh, that would be... Like people have posted angry pictures of... Well, no. I, well, that yeah. would just be amazing. Yeah, though, but people always post pictures of people when they shoot paparazzi photos on Modern Family. I always do have a serious look on my face. And it bothers me that people will comment and say, why does Eric Stone Street always look angry? Why does he always look like he's got to take a poop or something like that? <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but it's also like, well, because you don't know me. You know right. my character, and I'm probably thinking about something in life that's complex, just like everyone else does. And I'm not in a good mood, or I may have just found out some really bad news, or I might have to go poop. Right, right. No, I know, I know. I know they they can tell a whole story yeah. with something that's completely unrelated. I'll be it just happened um just happened yesterday in the parking lot. 
where I was picking up some stuff. I'm, I just got a new smoker and I'm smoking some meat. I almost brought. Oh, that's awesome! What? Oh my gosh! It didn't amazing. turn out. I, it didn't turn out as well as I wanted it, so I didn't bring it. But I was. I didn't know if you ate meat or anything. Yeah. Or, but I was going to bring you a smoked pork oh, sandwich. Sorry. Oh my god! Don't tell me that. Next time. And so I got the smoker. So we were getting stuff at the grocery store, and I, I'm walking out, and I'm like, that girl will not stop star- like staring at me. And then, and I'm not making it up. It's like, I don't ever want to just think someone knows me. And then, you know, my friend that was with me was like, well, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I think Chris kind of had something similar. But now he's a movie star. Well, but that's different. But it, it comes still as a little bit of a surprise. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. In a way. No, I thought you meant like people, people are more scared of movie stars than they are TV stars. Why is that? Well, I I mean, I think I've heard a lot of people say it, Kelsey Grammer, I've heard talk about it, and people that have, John Lithgow, people that have been on TV a lot longer than I have. <clears throat> you know, you have to get in your car, you have to make a plan, you have to go buy a ticket, and you have to sit in a dark theater and buy your popcorn to go see a movie star, where I'm in bed with you every night before you go to bed. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm at your dinner table, like, when you're, you know, watching TV, so... I think there's a familiarity with me uh, and people on TV more than there are with, you know, even though Chris has been on TV plenty as well. I think think that is. And now, listen, I'm not complaining about any of that. I think it's great. I wouldn't trade anything for a second. But I also think it's important that people learn a little bit, at least to meet me where I might be and meet you where you are and not just assume that I wake up, paint my you know, toenails with glitz right. and glamour and I'm having this great <laughs> life all the time. Yeah. This is going back to when you said lonely, by right. the way. That's what made me start talking about this because it can, you can start to get, feel lonely. Yeah. And I don't know. And, and the complicated feelings of the headiness that fame can also bring too. For me, um, I, I like, I, I sort of found myself liking it more than I, than I wanted to. Yeah. Here's what I've also thought. If you're not a decent person, fame's easy. But because I like consider myself a caring, conscientious person, I feel like I'm disappointing people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If yeah. you don't care about people, it's like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but because I don't want to leave a room if somebody really wanted to meet me and say hi to me, and now I feel, I'm going to think yeah. about that. Right. Yeah. Oh. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no. It's 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 fascinating. It's um it's a part of our culture and we're up here in this my weird home with creepy things. Okay. Yeah, so, can I talk about how lost I got getting here? I'm so sorry. It doesn't give anything away though, right? To my one stalker <laughs> out there. It's yeah, but a I'm, long, right, I'm right here. windy, so. dark, dangerous road <laughs> with lots of spooky trees. And spooky penises. <laughs> <laughs> I love it that you just added in the penis there. Yeah. I like that. It's a callback. Spooky penis. Spooky penis. <laughs> Get it out of my face. You stro- want the vagina? Yeah. That'll make me feel better. Okay. But God, well, what if I start stroking that? Everybody's going to see my moves. <laughs> um, all right. So this is a segment called Deal Breakers. Okay. Now, in this segment, <laughs> you are single. I am single in okay. real life. Okay, great. 
Um, you start dating this girl. It's um, and I'm supposed to answer this honestly, right? I feel yeah. I feel safe with you. As honest as you want to be. Oh, this, see, this doesn't that's go different. anywhere. <laughs> this doesn't go anywhere else. <laughs> um, so you've been dating this gal. Uh, you you really like her. It's um, your second or third date. Okay. Okay. God, I can't um, believe she went out with me three times. She she um, isn't. She's an American. But she lived in London for a year, mm. and um, she returned about six or seven months ago. Back here? Yeah. From London? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says to you, I take my vitamins every day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And she's American. Yeah. And then she says, I always recycle aluminum. Aluminum, yeah. Mm-hmm. And later she says that she's going to have to return to her flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... <laughs> when, when do you want me to say deal breaker? Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, it's not a deal breaker, but it's definitely a conversation to where I'll know if I'm interested in her, if I call her on it, what her reaction is. If How she, would you call her on it? I'd be like, hey... You know, they're vi- it's vitamins. You're from Kentucky <laughs> originally. No it's, this, no, it's this habit that I just picked up. Okay. <laughs> well. I slip sometimes. I know. It's like, yeah, I know that it's vitamins. I just sometimes it slips. I time to break vitamins. it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I'd kind of hammer it a couple times. And then I would start to ask more deep questions about it. Like, why? Well, okay, then why don't you call cigarettes fags? <laughs> Because that's not proper. <laughs> it is. If you're in London, so you what, are you going to pick and choose? Then it would get confrontational. Then she would be like, now you're scary, angry, you're Eric. You're a dick. Yeah, well, take care. Hey, you know what? You're a real wanker. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least I know my penis is b- b- above average. Bye. <laughs> now, that would be it. That, only if she didn't you're have a sense like of humor. just like all the other blokes I've dated. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> I do love that they can say the C, the C word there and it doesn't mm. have Cunt. the same meaning as we it does it here. here. Well, yeah, but here it's way more foul than it is there. No, I know we say it here in my podcast. Oh, a cunt. Cunt, yes. Yeah. Yes, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Do you would you like to join the movement to own cunt as though as as the British own it because that's what we're starting here. Yeah, I'd like it. Okay. Cunt. So you would prefer <laughs> cunt to be a casually used word that you say to a taxi driver. Yeah, not necessarily a woman. You, a yeah. Do you mind signing our p- petition? You have a cunt uh, petition. Yeah. Yeah. A cuntition. I just think we bring the power back by... Uh, yeah. Well, that's what Lenny Bruce, you know, his whole, the whole philosophy of naughty words was, is take the power away from him. Yeah. Um, Next deal breaker. Offensiveness. <laughs> All right. Um, you've been dating this girl since January 16th. Let's it, make up a name just for this one. I love it. You want to go Charlotte, Yvette, Lindsay, Lucy. Uh, let's go with, uh, Yvette. 
<laughs> okay, great. If she drives a Chevette, it's a deal breaker. <laughs> she doesn't. Okay, good. She's still in. Uh, you've been dating this girl, well, yeah, Yvette, mm-hmm. since uh, January 16th. It's now early May. Things are going well with Yvette. You're having brunch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's May 6th. Um, and uh, over brunch, she says to you, you know, Mother's Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. You know that I'm a mommy. And this is the first I'm hearing about it? I'm a cat mommy. Oh. I just want you to give you a heads up because I sort of, you don't necessarily have to give me a gift. I'm out. But <laughs> There's no, you, you're not going to, it's not going to be hard to eliminate me from many situations. It's why I'm single. This game, this game is, <laughs> defines me. I'm no bullshit. <laughs> I love it. Yvette. You know, she got the axe. It's the fucking road, you Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, the last one. I want more. I don't want it to be the last one. I want, I'm getting we, to know myself. Oh, oh no. We, well, we've got a couple more ideas. Okay. Can I just um, say that right now I'm really glad this is 90 minutes and not... 60? Yes. Really? Yeah, because I'm having really good. Are you good. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, that makes me feel really good. It's not always that I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel really, really, really good. And you have to put um, a, a vagina in front of me. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, just one inside of it. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, our gal, the gal you've been dating, mm-hmm. isn't famous. Good. But all three of her past boyfriends are. Oh, done. <laughs> no questions? Out. But don't you want to know? Wait a minute. You who don't want to know who? Okay, I'll hear who they are, sure. <laughs> no, no, no. But would you ask her? <clears throat> yeah, I would. Well, I would assume I would already know this. I would find it out. But I mean, I can tell you specifically now how something like this applies to my life but go, yeah let me hear the rest should we hear both versions like how, how it applies to his life right now and then you can read off the names or do you want to read off the names now um okay let's let's read off the names yeah okay now. go ahead well let's let's just go under the assumption that you like you're uh how many dates have i been on with this girl by the way Let's say four and you really like her and you found out that she has three famous boyfriends because some idiot like Facebooked her and like whatever. Well, that's a problem because she didn't tell me that. <laughs> that what? She had three famous boyfriends. I'd, I mean. Oh, you would, by that date, you would want to have known? Maybe not that she, her boyfriends, but I, I think I would want to know. I think. You think that she, because I don't know if I would feel comfortable being like, well, <clears throat> my, you should know that my fair. ex. That's fair. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about something, but go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, and I'm finding this all out at one time? Yeah. I mean, I mean, assuming that you had to ask her, though. She's a good – she's not a good – whatever. She is who she is, but she's not the kind of person that tells you. Okay. She's not going to offer it up. Right. So yeah. I find out maybe she had one famous boyfriend. I'm like, so you dated so-and-so? And she's like, yeah. And I said, well, have you dated any other famous guys? There we she's go. Like, perfect. That's great. Yes. Yeah. That's perfect. Yes. Okay, great. So now I'm finding this out. Perfect. I knew one, and now I'm finding out the other really? two. 
By the way, he's a lot like you, Anna. Like he he needs all the details. He needs yeah, the name yeah, of the yeah. person. And yeah, I like that. That's Go great. Ahead. I want to know this. <laughs> okay, Steve Buscemi, David Schwimmer, Chad Michael Murray. Okay, I don't know who that is. He's a country singer. No, he, he was, was on One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. Oh, okay. Hill. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know that. He's a real handsome guy, isn't he? No, no, he's handsome. Okay. I was gonna step in as your girlfriend and be like, I don't, I don't really care about looks. Oh, are we okay? <laughs> but clearly, we're on the our third date. <laughs> yeah. So the, those are those are your people. Claire. Okay. How old is Chad Michael Murray? Now I think he's like I'm not I don't know like late twenty. Steve Buscemi's like fifty something. David Schwimmer's fifty something. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray is pro- I would guess thirty something. They sort of like they just came into my life at really specific times that I yeah you know I was you know each one sort of healed me in a different kind of way <laughs> healed you. See that would make me out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I do like your. The the hypothesis there, because we do live in a town where it's completely possible that people have dated somebody else on TV, not purposefully or on a mo- in a movie. But I will tell you what I do when I meet or match a girl online or something like that on Bumble or Raya. Uh, I immediately go to their Instagram and I look and see who they follow. And if it's just filled with check marks, you know, meaning authenticated blue check marks, then that tells me a lot. Interesting. Can you, you probably can't give an example of like uh, one of the blue check marks that would be like, oh no. It's not about whether it's a dude. It's about like whether somebody follows... Kim Kardashian, so-and-so, 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 so-and-so. And there's no guy named John from right. Poughkeepsie. And there's no, there's no, none of her friends are there. That's it's interesting. It's just yeah, all yeah, blue stars. Yeah. That, and yeah. that tells me that there's a, it doesn't tell me they're a bad person, but it tells me that they might be excited to talk to me for a reason that's not because I'm a pretty good guy. Yeah. It might be just another check mark on their Instagram do you feel more comfortable on Raya because you feel it's your peers versus Bumble? I don't feel We're... comfortable on any of it, but I like it. <laughs> so you, I've only you, met one you're, person, you're, you're, in okay. person on Raya. But what oh. do you? So wait, what do you like about it? I've never done it. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> oh man, you missed the whole thing, and that's the reason I do it is because I don't feel like because I'm on TV or perceived as in the public eye. I told you this before. I don't feel like I should be eliminated from participating in pop culture. Like, why can't I play the swipe no right. and swipe yes game with people? Yeah, They're I love doing that. it to me. I love that. You know, we've been doing it to each other our whole lives. And so now we just have a different way of saying no thank you to people. Well, you know, I've, I met, mean, I've met nice people. Yeah. When I was doing Tinder, I don't do Tinder anymore. I was doing Tinder. I met... A, a bevy of of an aspect, a whole spectrum of people, people that I dated for like a, a few weeks, a, a couple months, people that I went out with and just didn't connect with, mm-hmm. people that I banged. Yeah, you know the whole deal. Yeah, all of it. That makes and sense. And then on Raya, I've only met one person that I've matched with in person. And that was in London when I was there doing press. We had matched 
and she was in London, and so was I. So we 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 met and had 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 a drink. And how was it? I signed an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was fun. Do you are you good at like opening dates? Like what like what's your move? What, are, what like? Well, like that's a that gets another question because I don't really go on a lot of dates. It gets to that whole kind of somewhat of a lonely thing. I don't trust meeting people that much. So, and all my friends are married and uh, nobody's like beating my door down saying, I've got this great gal that I want you to meet. But well, that um, never happens in LA though. I know. But if I were single, I would be, I think I would like to be on those dating apps too. You would. Because I don't know. It's fun. It's like, we, we met on a dating app. Did you really? Yeah, Which we, one? We met on Hinge. Oh, yeah, I was on that for a minute, and yeah. I never went out with – I matched with people and never met them. I just chicken out. Are you uh, still doing it? Uh, Yeah, but not that much. I wouldn't know how to go out on a first date at this point at all, at all. I would have – I would sit down, and I would say, like, um, you know, tell me your reoccurring – nightmares from <laughs> age 16 to 17. I like, I don't like, but what do I say to the, how yeah. do I get to, but that's a good thing. Fun. That's a good thing for you. Like that's a, I, I, that's a real, to me, that would be a really comforting thought for you. Oh, I, I would be, I know it's like easy for, to see it from the outside, but like that makes me jealous that you wouldn't know how to do that. And oh. it makes me happy for your husband. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, that's like, that sounds great. That you're you don't know how to date and wouldn't know how to date and you wouldn't know how to talk to somebody else. Boy, that that sounds like it is comforting. That sounds well, cozy. There, there are so many rules that I I just don't know. I don't know. Well, girls reveal themselves pretty quickly, like where they and th- and that's a hard thing for girls to hear, <clears throat> in my opinion. Uh, girls reveal themselves fairly quickly as to what they are looking for. Right. And sometimes they're in denial. And right. some girls just want that and nothing else. And girls are like, that doesn't, it's not possible. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, no, I was going to say that I think guys reveal their hand, but I think that would be revealing my hand to you. God, yeah, God, well, guys reveal their hands, There's no, but there's no mystery with guys. Mm-hmm. There really isn't. That's true. Yeah, that's but I, I think that I, I don't know. I For a long time I felt like, they are. Myster- mysterious? Mysterious. You are. Men. Men. Well, but I think that's a... It's a I think faux, I was overthinking them. I think it's... A, yeah, for sure. I think it's a faux mystery. You know, before that book was written, he's just not really into you or whatever, I was giving all my girlfriend's advice basically the same for years. Mm-hmm. It's like you can boil a guy down. And I'm not saying men are just this, but you can boil a man down to what's sitting in front of me, which is this fake vagina. And if a guy isn't taking the appropriate steps to park that fake penis in that fake vagina, he's a waste of your time. Yeah. If he's not doing what it requires, meaning calling you, now texting you, arranging being in the same place, then what are you, what are you thinking? You know, it's not that complicated. That's I know, why. but that those are the thing. Those are the things that nobody wants to hear. So. I know, God, I, I don't want to hear it either, and I just said it. 
but they need but that, to. But I'm not saying that that's just what men are. I'm not saying that because clearly it become you becomes more about that once you evolve and find someone that you're in love with and want to be with. That's a different thing than when a girl's sitting by the phone wondering why a guy's not calling. Right. That's different than relationships and different than loving someone and caring for them. If you're a girl waiting for a guy to call you and hasn't called you, I can 100% tell you that you should move on. Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel the same way coming this way. Yeah. If a girl isn't texting me back or she waits four days and I'm not taking the hint, then I'm an idiot, which I've been before. Yeah. Have you been ghost? Well, no, you haven't. You're married. I got ghosted, though. Have you ever been ghosted? Do you know what ghosted is? I Well, when someone just disappears, right? Yeah, just like you have, think you're like it's going pretty good or whatnot. And then and all of a sudden. But can it be friendship, there. too? Or can it be? Yeah, I guess that would be even harder to deal with a friendship. But ghosting is the easy way out in dating now. Yeah. You just stop texting them. Yeah. And that. Oh, I went out I on may a have ghosted a few of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I still love you. <laughs> yeah, I uh, went out on a, a date with a couple uh, or with this girl a few times and then thought it was going really well. And then nothing. And then nothing. Yeah. That That's must, a blow. Yeah. That's happened to me. So it's a, it's a two-way street yeah. or as I like to say, a two-way stone street. Yep. Would you have appreciated her just saying, I don't think we're right for each other? No, it actually is better because uh, I've always said this before. Like, um, you know, I've been, we've, we've been rejected all of us. Like, you know, like I've been rejected. Like, I feel like girls have decided not to date me for years and years and years for various reasons. I think that, that as you get older, you're able to recognize, um, sort of, the warning signs or whatever much sooner. Um, so it's easy to be a little bit more, you're just in tune to, to people's motives mm-hmm. um, a little bit better. But when you're young, you're just blinded, blinded, blinded. Did you have a girlfriend in high school that broke your heart? Well, she didn't break my heart in high school. She broke my heart in our sophomore year in college. And, and I thought that at the time. I don't think that anymore. It's interesting because she is the reason I'm an actor. Like, her breaking up with me is what made me audition for a play. So it's hard to hold her <laughs> accountable for anything. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but, yeah, we I was, a, you know, played football. She was a cheerleader, and we dated. And, you know, I thought, like, well, the – I'm going to marry my high school sweetheart and I'm going to get a job and have kids and do that thing. And then we both got a scholarship to a junior college, me for track and field and her for dance. And we went to college together our first year. And then I tore my rotator cuff and broke my foot in a fall. Uh, sleepwalking. It's a whole nother story. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fell down 14 steps I in my sleep. I thought that was a bit for a second. Oh, my gosh. No. And then that made me realize, like, look, I'm not going to be an Olympic discus thrower here, so what am I really doing? So I decided to transfer to Kansas State, which is where all my buddies went, and my brother and his sister had gone. And I went there, and she stayed behind and met a baseball player. And that was that was, <laughs> that was was it. Um, and I was bummed and depressed and couldn't get out of bed. Sad. 
my best friend Paul, who's still my best friend, he lives out here. He lives out here. We had lunch today, actually. He was he had done theater in high school, and he was like, "Dude, you should audition for a play. Just go up to the department, theater department, and audition for a play. I'll go with you." I said, "Well, if you do, I I will." So I did, and he got cast in Hamlet, and I got cast in a play called Prelude to a Kiss, and that's the whole reason I went was to try to just like jumpstart my sadness. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So she knows all about that. I mean, I've talked about it before and told her, and we've, you know, passed years ago. That's amazing. Um, should we take a five-minute break? Yeah, let's and do it, and then get to calls? Yeah. Let's we have it. calls? Okay. Yeah. We're, you know what? Oh. You're going to be great at this. Yes. We're going we, to There are a couple of callers that actually need relationship advice. Oh. Yeah, we, we call a couple strangers. I'm going to sh- uh, drop the hammer. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to call our youngest listener or caller, Jack. He's in Austin. He's only 18. Oh. And he needs our help. Hello? Hey, Jack. It's Sim. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Here's Anna. Hi, Jack. How are you doing? Awesome. Anna's going to introduce our guest. We've got Eric Stone Street here from Modern Family and his new show, The Toy Box, which is going to be awesome. Hi, Jack. Hi. <laughs> so, Jack, tell us what's been happening since you broke up with your ex-girlfriend. Well, uh, we uh, we broke up about um, a year, uh, just less than a year ago. Uh, we dated for about two years. Hold and, on, Jack. Um, I'm I'm going to stop you right away and say we're still talking about this chick. Or <laughs> you've been you've been away from her for uh, a year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's 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 been a bit of a headache. Um, All right, go on. Yeah. We broke up. Um, we broke up a while ago. Uh, it was kind of a nasty breakup. Um, we both just sort of. It, it did not go very cordially, and um, yeah, since then uh, it's sort of come and come and gone in waves. But uh, she's been uh, pretty pretty nasty to me directly and uh, like publicly, like on social media, and she on her Twitter and has this blog. Um, now this wouldn't be a problem usually, but I mean, we still, ha- we have a uh, several mutual friends. We live in the same city. Um, and so it's, it's been kind of a nightmare to deal with and it's sort of, uh, tanked 
what she's been doing is tanked a couple of my friendships and has tanked potential relationships. And it's been, it's gotten worse and worse and it's, it's definitely a nightmare. Wait, were you dating Lucifer? Who, what, like, (laughs) (laughs) well, well, uh, and, and you're not in a, in a place where you could ask her like what's going on. I mean, or like you tried that, right? You told me you tried that. Yeah, she. So I, I did try that um, several times, like uh, three or four months ago, uh, and she, it it got to a point where I I could not even contact her because she would just get so aggressive and horrible and just would completely change the subject and talk about the relationship and talk about how uh, how horrible of a person I am and blah, blah, blah. Can we – okay, wait. Jack, back it up uh, a second. So when you guys broke up, did you cheat on her? Was there like a big event that – I'm curious about why some of your friends have turned against you. I, like I, I just don't – or why she's so aggressive. Well, first of all, throughout our relationship, she had uh, uh, her uh, – parents that had a, a sort of bad relationship with each other. And because of what happened with her parents, she sort of plagued herself with this uh, paranoia of that sort of thing, like that I would, that I would cheat on her. And it wasn't, uh, if I catch you cheating on me, like we're breaking up. It was that I already had cheated on her mm. and that she was very uh, tough about that. But um, yeah, as soon as, as soon as we broke up, she assumed that I had cheated on her and just ran with that and posted about it on her social media. And I guess really just lied straight up about that. And that definitely did not uh, go very well for me. Uh, okay. Eric has a thought and I've got a couple of thoughts. Yo, Jack, what's up, bro? First time caller. <laughs> uh, Jack. Hey, are mm-hmm. you there? Yeah. Okay. So listen. Yeah. You know what a mirror is? A mirror? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. What's a mirror do? Okay. See, he's been, Jack, Eric has been fucking with me all night. Um, so oh. don't, I, no, don't, I don't think he's don't, fucking with Jack. No, I think, I think he has right, a point here. Right, I, think, right. I, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. You know what a mirror does? Uh, it reflects. Yeah. Sometimes. We look in the mirror and we see something looking back at us that we hate and we don't like, right? And so what we do is we lash out at other people. My suspicion, my friend Jack, without knowing shit about Lucifer, this girl that you were dating, is that she was projecting onto you what she was doing herself. And I would guess if you could do a little digging, you would find out that she was cheating on you or having thoughts about somebody else and therefore making you the victim or making you the villain because she herself was the villain and she couldn't see herself in the mirror. Uh, At the time near our breakup, I was uh, doing a lot of um, extra work and I was, I guess, very busy a lot. And she would ask me if I could do things knowing that I was, I I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to, and uh, if I wasn't able to, uh, if I wasn't able to see her, she would just tell me that uh, she would see these other guys who uh, had been hitting on her. Now, hold on. How long did you date this person? Uh, a couple of years. And you're, you're, how old are you? 18. Uh, I'm 18. 
So, uh, so the question is, though, here's the thing: is that I think that you have to, you have to confront her again somehow. But more importantly, I think you need to tell your friends, like, just be really clear: like, she's spreading these lies. She's saying this stuff about me. I, you know, I can tell you that's not true. And you know, I think it's just hard to be constantly trying through trying to explain. To people, I don't want to have to. I want to know why she of, still cares. Like, what's what? what? I, don't, I, I don't know. You don't like her anymore. She's do you? crazy. So we. So right now, no, you yeah. want you want to know what you can do, right? That's why you're. That's why you're with us. You're calling yeah. us right now. Yeah. I, I want to know what I can do to uh, uh, a file how, a restraining what, what order. What should I say to people? And b how how I can maybe just sort of make it make her stop. You know, lashing out. Yeah, Anna. So you know, Amy has a legal point, but before we get to her legal point, okay, let's you know talk about what you think he should do first. I think you have to because she's crazy. I think you have to contact her, and I think you have to say, "Hey, really gently. I know that you've got some anger about our breakup, and I know that you've kind of been been lashing out. I just want you to know that you know I I have good memories of us and." Like, like, shoot. You're so nice. No, no, no. Because she's insane. <laughs> she's insane. So if he, if he approach, if there's any like aggression in his voice. Yeah, or I understand. Like, if you make yourself the most human version of yourself, you can, that, that, you know, right. can work. It's, it's putting out a fire. It's like. But I don't know that that, that this is a fire that necessarily can put out. So the other option here is do not engage at all. And yeah, block, yeah. block, block, and just he's, he's tried that. I blocked her several on essentially everything. I even deleted. I'm I don't really exist on social media anymore. But this is harassment, that being dude. said, yeah. she can still make statements public. Okay. I can block her as much as I want, but uh, we've uh, got we've got free problem. legal advice okay, in the know form what? of you know, my girlfriend. Obviously, Jack, brilliant. if you listen to the show, you know Amy is an attorney, so she's going to say something. Absolutely. Right yeah. Hi, Jack. I'm okay. I'm really sorry to butt in here. I know I'm not famous. Also, sorry. I have to preface what I'm about to say with a disclaimer. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I know a lot of listeners do. Um, I'm currently serving as an assistant United States attorney, but what I'm about to say to you, I'm and. Frankly, anytime I open my mouth to spout off on this podcast, I'm speaking solely in my capacity as a private citizen and not on behalf of the United States Department of Justice, which I know it sounds okay. like you're probably like, yeah, no shit, but I have to, I have to say it anyway. No, no, no. That makes sounds sense. Sounds fucking rad. <laughs> <laughs> now, sounds like you're super hot. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Um, Hold on. My penis just hit the top of this table. <laughs> so the law is an imperfect mechanism to deal with these sorts of issues. It's outpaced by technological advances and litigation is time consuming and it's slow moving and emotionally draining and often prohibitively expensive. So I'm not recommending any course of action. I would never do that lightly, especially um, not until somebody's made a concerted effort to informally resolve. Right. Um, But however, having said that, you, you do have some rights here, you know, there's a tort called defamation. I don't know if you know what that is in case any listeners don't. Essentially, um, it is a false statement of fact injurious to your reputation that is made 
um, or publish with a certain mental state. So malice or um, reckless disregard for truth, or in your case, since you're not a public figure, negligence. Now, I don't know if what she's saying about you, um, you've mentioned, you know, statements that she's made in your on a blog and how you've lost friendships. You know, I, I don't know if these facts give rise to an actionable defamation claim. Um, I would need more information. Frankly, it's um, not appropriate for me to analyze that, uh, especially. Yeah, because Jack could be a dick. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, especially on a celebrity uh, comedy podcast. But right. But, um, but true. But, <laughs> you know, that is an avenue that exists. Uh, similarly, you know, a lot of states now have uh, criminal cyber harassment laws. So, again, criminal liability turns on specific facts. You know, is she making threats? Is there an intent to harass, an intent to intimidate? I don't know, based on what I've heard, if th- that is a possibility. But the point I really want to make is that you do have rights uh, you know, figure out what they are and don't be afraid to let her know, you know, in a strongly worded letter, perhaps, that you know what your rights are and you're not afraid to exercise them if this behavior continues. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, but my, what my, my question is, is if, if I mean, look, I, I Jack, I don't know, know you or anything, and we're just assuming what you're telling us is the truth and that you're just kind of innocent in all this, but... You could be a butthole. I sure might seem like that could be a possibility, but I've really i i i i've looked and tried to figure out if there's any way where I could have messed up or made any mistakes. But it, there's she's so aggressive that it. I don't know why I, there's nothing that I there's nothing that I could have done to to deserve this yeah, sort of well, it sounds like you're you're you've done a lot of self-reflection and that's that's a really mature sign do you feel like this is affecting any of your career opportunities or professional opportunities i mean has it reached that level um we we go to the same school okay that, that, if that makes sense and she had to leave it, the situation got too explosive that she had to she had to go to another school. What? Whoa. Like, yeah. Between you and her, or was it? I, I wasn't responding to anything that she was trying to send me. And when that sort of radio silence hit her, I guess it was just too much for her to handle. And, and so she left on her own. Yeah. I'm perplexed. I'm also a little yeah. confused by all this. I don't, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think that you just listen to what, play back what Amy said to you. And, yeah. and if it escalates, then you know what your rights are and, and write a strongly worded letter. And if it, if you need, you know, legal action, I mean, that's, I, that's all I think we could kind of well, advise that, on this, right? That, yeah. That and, um, in the friends that you're missing, um, that you may have lost, um, I would definitely reach out to them and say, you know, I know maybe you're mad about this or whatever. I'd love to, you know, share my side of the story because I miss you or whatever. I don't know if guys say because I miss you. Yeah, and I just started dating this new girl. <laughs> I just started dating this new girl, and I don't know. I, I'm frankly kind of afraid that my ex might sort of harass her. And with respect to that. Be super transparent up front with this new girl and be the engine of the train and not the caboose and get ahead of it. Yes. And definitely tell her that this history coming in so that when inevitably it happens, she's not surprised by it. Brief, you know, brief her, bring her up to speed on it. 
it makes you an honest, you know, transparent, forthright guy, which is a good quality when you're starting a new relationship to let somebody know that you're honest and then she's not surprised. That's really good advice. Okay, um, yeah. And yeah, let us know. Keep us updated. I'm so I'm I'm so sorry. Um if I knew how to like read my Twitter, I, I'm sure I would find a lot of mean, mean things there. Yeah, you sure will. <laughs> I don't want to. But anyway, so I'm, I'm sorry that you have to deal with online harassment and everything. But um yeah, Jack, thank you. Thank you, Jack. And we love you. No, thank you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, Jack. It's truly sorry about that. No, no, what are no, you sorry was, about? Yeah. I'm confused. No, so who is that person? Um, people are uh, our listeners submit questions. Really. And then you contact you contact him. So well, yeah. I guess what I'm asking is you know everything he was saying is true? He wasn't just making I, up a story. I, I have no idea. Okay, gotcha. I have no and that That's was, that was, was and that was for us to evaluate. He told me what the story was. He need he needs help with this and um you know and I'm glad, Amy, you told him what you just told him because I don't know if I don't, I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, my my advice personally would just be to disengage, but I don't yeah. know why that's not working. All right. Well, we have one more call. We're gonna call Hannah right now. So okay. She's in San Francisco and she's twenty six. You're so nice. Thanks. I really love my listeners and I love you. Well, listen. I like you. <laughs> Thank you. It might be love by the end. Hello. Hey, Hannah. It's Sim. How are you? Hey, Sim. How are you? I'm doing really well. Here's Anna. Hi, Hannah. Oh my gosh. Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm nervous, but good. How well, are you? Um. Uh. Thank you so much for for uh, for agreeing to be a part of this unqualified journey, Hannah. And you're here tonight with Eric Stone Street, who gives amazing advice. That is, that's really, really thoughtful. And, <laughs> and anyway, <hurtful. laughs> honestly, <laughs> I'll take any advice right now, but good advice sounds good too. We're going to try and help you, Hannah. What's been bothering you about your boyfriend these days? Um, really quickly, I, uh, I got divorced in 2016 How old and are you? sort of uh, just laid out a sort of couple quick rules saying that I wasn't going to uh, get into anything serious. And sure enough, I got into something that <laughs> seemed like it was going to start heading towards serious. Um, recently, uh, my boyfriend of uh, a little over a year, we are moving at a snail's pace, that being said. But the idea of meeting his parents got brought up and brought up by him at that. Um, and then he went ahead and bought ticket home and didn't tell me about it. And so decided that he was going to go without me. And then that conversation was squashed. So I brought it up again. And I guess as a whole, it turned out that uh, I'm not fit to meet his parents because of like a large expanse of tattoos that I have on my arms. Okay. So, <laughs> oh boy. That's, <laughs> that's where I'm at currently. And, um, I decided that I would be really vocal about it and, um, just go ahead and say, um, how crazy I thought that was. And that if, um, you know, I mattered, then sh- 
shouldn't I meet his parents maybe after a year? I don't know. Well, this is a big um, red flag, I think. Um, And maybe it's because he's a little young, but um, if he's dealing with embarrassment from his and, and guilt and shame and everything from his parents, whatever all is all wrapped up in his brain that they did to him or whatever, it's going to it's not gonna ever go away. And if he doesn't have the guts to say, Mom, Dad, this is who I love, um, then that's something to it's just it's something to really examine. You Where's know? he from? Where where is he from? Uh, he's from Philadelphia and I'm from Southern California. So he's from like a very um like upper class kind of like waspy one percentage sort of family. And I'm from (laughs) (laughs) and I'm from like a wild, um, like Southern California hippie. Like my parents are photographers and like I've been getting tattooed since I was a teenager. That being said, like I have a very corporate job and in San Francisco where we live He's wildly proud of me and we're happy together. But I guess, yeah, the real question is, is like, is this, is that sort of thing going to spill over? And then should I put, should I put like, should I put like any forward or emotional trust into someone if I'm, if I'm being compartmentalized? No. Oh no. (laughs) Don't say it out loud. Don't say it out loud. You guys. No. Break up with him. Get him on the phone now. I'll tell him. I, I've been like avoiding. Like I can't look myself in the mirror during these conversations. Yeah, we'll see. Um, um, Hannah, what do that I was like do? Almost, that was do like, I ultimatum? Is no, that you don't awful? ultimatum. No, here's the thing. Look, a love we have for our parents is personal, and it's unique, and it's it, it is what it is, and you are never going to have a relationship with those parents that you think you were going to have because of where you're starting right now. And he is never going to um, be the man you want him to be for you with respect to those parents because of this situation. He is establishing it right from the beginning. The first question I was going to ask you is what do you want? I I I want him. I want him to I want him to to want me in in all areas of his life instead of just the one. But do you though? I mean, honestly? I have <laughs> You want that tra- I tried to be I tried to be so trepidatious moving forward. Um You're I, mean, I mean, maybe I don't know. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're 26. You've been yeah. married. You've been married once. Yeah. You sound pretty. <laughs> you're, in you're not wrong you're in san francisco and she's funny you're in san francisco i don't know what you do for a living but if you're in san francisco it's probably something you know tech related uh something something you're so my point is you're probably you know you're successful uh you have your own thing going on it's like what what do you what do you want like here seriously it's like only one relate you, the goal is only to get one relationship right in your life everybody fails 99.99999% of the time <laughs> yeah right yeah so i'm not saying cut and run but what anna said right from the beginning is you are draped in a beautiful red flag <laughs> and anything you do moving <laughs> forward you have to take ownership of you are draped in a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to go buy a red dress or something right now. No, Make sure I, it covers up your I fucking think, tattoos. I think... I do think along um, with what Eric is saying, I think that you can ask him, um, you know, or you can tell him that, um, I, I, you know, to be honest, that the whole tattoo conversation is, has made me feel pretty lousy. And I... You are so sweet. No, no, I have a plan. Listen to I my... I know, listen. but God, I'm just... I <laughs> love you. I changed it. I said I liked you, but now I love you. I have to tell you... No, I have a, I have a point behind this. Because, um, it, because a gentle approach mm-hmm. will reveal his hand. If he is like, you know... I really, I hear you. That actually makes a lot of sense. I, I'm kind of embarrassed that, you know, I, that I did that, that, you know, I, 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 I want, you know, to tell my parents, you know what, she's got tattoos and I love her or what, you know. Um, you guys say you love each other? Um, we have had like objective conversations about how like <laughs> love can be problematic in like in our career paths. Okay, did you go to Stanford Wait. or something? Are you a business person? <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I work in. Yes. I work in business. He's a, a an engineer. You're in venture. You probably do transactions and acquisitions. <laughs> and you want to data wanna, entry, et cetera. Yeah. yeah and you want to fucking quantify love. Okay, go ahead. I was. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we're, we're currently working on an algorithm for it yeah that's right <laughs> no but listen the alternative is when you bring up like that hurt me if he is defensive about it how he reacts is going to give, be a very interesting indicator on where you take the relationship 
Do your tattoos mean anything, by the way? Like, give me an example of what you have on your Yeah. Um, what do they mean? Uh, for instance, I have a, um, like, gaslight lantern on my shoulder. Again, I'm, like, completely covered in tattoos. Hot. I'm from Santa Barbara, and we had a house in Mexico growing up. So we spent all our summers down there and we only use gaslight lanterns because we didn't have electricity. So things like that, like a lot of childhood memories, things that, yeah, absolutely mean a lot to me. Um, and again, like he adores them. Any but death on there? Any, any remembrance of remembrance of dead people? No, no, I'm, I'm some dead people currently, but you know, stay well, tuned. My, my point of asking that is, you know, because Look, I'll be on, I'll tell you. People get tattoos for stupid reasons. I mean, yeah. sometimes you look at people and you're like, you look so stupid with all those tattoos. I'll be honest. I mean, I think yeah. that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and then there are other tattoos that that mean something and have some po- some point of meaning. So, where I'm going with it is, is I, I, if there's something on your body that really means a tremendous amount to you, it's like that's a conversation to have and say, how can your, you know, how can your parents, you know, be mad that I wanted to you know, remember Ron who passed away, but you don't have Ron. Ron didn't die. So you don't really have that argument. I have Ron. You do? <laughs> I have one tattoo. I'm all tatted up. What does that say? What does your tattoo say? I have one tattoo. It we says 19. 19. What does it say? It says 19. What does that mean? It's just my lucky number. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It, means a lot. it meant a lot. I got it a long time ago. Now I feel like I have permission to get 18 more. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, uh, look, you should just be banging dudes. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't yeah, be that da- was the plan. You shouldn't be plan. dating. You shouldn't be dating yeah. anyone. Yeah, I, you know what? I kind of think stick with the plan. I think stick you with think? it. So are you, yeah. are the, is the advice right now to break up? I mean, or maybe just say, hey, I really like you. Let's hang out on occasion and fuck and, and laugh and whatever. And we can. Like, oh, my God. Eric is and, smiling. And, yeah. And- Eric Stone Street. Instagram. My Instagram is Eric Stone Street. Um, no, but but that but what 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 she's saying is is like, look, your relationship to him is situational, meaning in San right. Francisco, you guys are dating and it's great and he's proud of you and he loves you and you're. You're working on the word love right now, but he's like happy. And then when it vacillates another direction, then he's like, well, but. So put it right back on him and say, you know what? Like, I'm going to consider this relationship the same way you are, which is, you know, I think you're awesome and I think you're great. And I think there's a lot of good qualities you have, but I I just can't be with somebody right now. And I don't want to be with somebody right now that sees this relationship as situational. Yeah. Yeah. And Fuck. Um, I don't know. She didn't want to hear a, this advice, by the way. I don't. Can you tell? Can you tell? She's really disappointed. How old is your boyfriend, by the way? He, he's 26 and so am I. And my ex-husband was 12 years older than me. So I've like, this is the first time I've ever dated someone my own age. So I thought it was just going, I thought I was just going to be like, Hanging out and like how, getting ghosted or I married? don't know what, what everyone's doing these days. But that didn't happen. How long were you married? Four years, almost five. God, why'd you get married so young? Uh, daddy issues. That's that's it. <laughs> okay. Well. Hey. <laughs> just, um, just straight up abandonment issues. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I got to the bottom of them though. Well, you haven't because you're dating a guy. <laughs> oh no. Because you're dating a guy who only wants to date you in perfect little 
happy situations yeah. that make him feel okay. Okay. I feel like okay. she's just trying things out right now. She, you know, she tried it with the older guy. It didn't work out because of daddy issues or whatever. Yeah. Um, she's trying <laughs> with a guy her age. But guess what? This is not the guy for you. It's completely obvious to okay. all of us. And, you know, yeah, you may be romanticizing him a bit, you know, um, because you've been through so much. You, you know, you may be re- romanticizing him and the relationship a little bit. So maybe you um, – I'm just speculating, but maybe you feel like you're more – in love than maybe your rational mind should let you, I guess. But, um, uh, so just understand. Right. Yeah. But, um, that but, doesn't make you a bad person and that doesn't make you unique. We all do that. Yeah, it's true. And so I, I think, um, so just pull the plug, go solo. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Eric, yes. Okay, I'm not going on the internet though. I won't. I can't do that. Why? I'm scared of it. What's wrong with you? Like, in, like Tinder and stuff. I can't do that. Well, don't do Tinder. No. Okay. Bumble. All right, grocery stores then. No, you're not going to meet anybody in grocery stores. Try Bumble. <laughs> Eric is saying try Bumble. Try Bumble. What? Just do okay. it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I know. Thank you guys. At least as a social. Ex- I didn't. Yeah. As a social experiment for me, but um, <laughs> no, but I, you know, I don't think you have to totally let this guy go. But I think you should. Ast- ast- you don't have to say I'm breaking up with you, but I think you say, "Listen, I, lo- I would love to hang out with you, but uh, I don't want to. I don't necessarily want to um, be in be- a full-on relationship." Yeah, I, th- I think and, you're 26. Yeah. I think you shouldn't set timetables. But if you were going to set a timetable, my advice to you would be be single for four years and just go meet people, have fun, have experiences, get to know people, you know, and then in your thirties, that's when, cause you're a lady and I understand there are other things that are happening with you. Then start thinking about settling down with somebody. Fuck, fuck everybody else for now. That's what I, I wish, don't mean literally do that. I mean, I wish someone had given <laughs> me that advice, but that's what you always say. You always yeah. say, wait till you're 30. Yeah. I, I wish someone had, had told me that. Yeah. I, I think I, I heard that the first time you said that on the podcast. I was like, oh, man, I messed up. I've I've taken my own advice really too far now. I'm 45 and uh, I'm still listening to my advice. Yeah, I, I've messed up. Um, okay, yeah, so. We're sorry, Hannah. All right. I think, it's okay. No, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. This is a hard dose of reality for me. We take love that, you. Yeah, take that red flag to the dry cleaner and leave it there. <laughs> okay. Hannah, thank you so much. Good night. Thank you guys so much. Thank I you. really appreciate it. Good night. Have a good night. Good night. Oh my gosh, she's gonna she's gonna have so much fun if she lets herself. Gosh. She sounds like a cool girl. Yeah. yeah. I kind of fell in love a little bit. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, those tattoos sound great. <laughs> And one thing I noticed is she's rich, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I know how you noticed that. Yeah. Wait, well, I didn't think... She grew up in Santa Barbara and went to Mexico. Uh, Mexico had, a, had a house in Mexico and li- is living in whoa, 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 San And they whoa, had the whoa, slum whoa, with whoa. lanterns. Uh, I mean, come on. Oh, I thought... <laughs> yeah. So she she's done well for... Her family's done well there. Yeah. And They're going to be okay. She's, she's going to be, be okay. fine. She's going to be okay. And she's 26. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, Anna, before we wrap it up, let's talk about, we. you know, she and I, we watched the toy box before you got here. Oh, did you? The you first did episode. Not. We did. I haven't even seen the whole episode. You it's haven't? It's really good. It's, the first we, one. It's compelling. Yeah. We loved it. Good. Yeah. We don't even have to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it? No, we can. 
But I don't want you to feel like you have to. It was really no, we good. Really, oh, good. Yes. I was pitching Sim a, char- a, a judge character. You mean a, Wait, can, a kid character? Can you do it? Can no, you do not the... a kid. Sorry. I'm one of the experts. I'm one of the experts, the mentors. Pan- I'm the panel. I'm one of the panel members. You want to be one of the panel before we before we get into like what what is the toy box? Tell us what the what the show is. Uh, well, it's a it's a it's a it's a show uh, for inventors of toys that they come in and they pitch their toys to three mentors. The mentors are there essentially to decide if the toy is safe and you know plausibly made by Mattel, and then once that passes through them, then those toys come into the toy box where there are four judges, and the judges are kids. And they ultimately decide the winner of the toy box. There'll be one toy. There's 35 that come in to the show and one's going to win. And then the toy will be available the day after the show's over. Like it's, by Mattel. It's Mattel, by Mattel. Is, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so you'll be able to finish watching the show and then next morning go to Toys R Us and buy the toy. That's, that's incredible. Wow. And I got to tell you, the kids did an amazing job. Everybody's like... You know, doesn't it suck that those people spend their whole lives and their money and, and you know, come in and a kid's going to decide? It's like, well, they took their job really seriously and they really, really cared and they were heartbroken. And they were it. asking great questions. I mean, they were all such characters. The uh, the kid with the red hair. Apparently, that's <laughs> the guy from Ellen. <laughs> They're all great. They're all great. And they all care and they all ask questions, great questions. And... You know, ultimately, I think they picked the right thing. They got the right toy. That's amazing. I can't tell you what it is. I almost slipped. Yeah, no, I know what it is, and I you actually do not. I do know what it is. I, How? I know the toy that won the the first episode. Oh, not ultimately though. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah. so that's gonna be so that that's gonna be in the finals. Yeah. The, so the at the end, there's seven toys that go right. for the grand poobah. So gotcha. the toy you saw moves on to the next to the gotcha. finale. I would have loved to have seen what would have happened if you guys hadn't clarified that moment. Like, <laughs> I was so waiting for it to like build into something oh, like amazing. Like, yeah, I know what the last. No, I no, know. You what don't. I was, I yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. No, I got the. <laughs> be like, oh, this is so exciting. This is. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Anyway, anyway. Uh, it's on April seventh. It starts April seventh on ABC. And uh, I think people are going to like it. I think people will enjoy it. I think it's a show that families will be able to watch together. I think kids are going to get a kick out of it. I didn't ever want to host anything. I said no to hosting many, many things. And then when they brought this to me, I I liked the element of getting to work with the kids and also, you know, working with people who have this massive passion and have dedicated so much of their life and their time to this one thing and it's really fun working and being around and seeing life through the eyes of kids because life sucks and is more complex as you get older so it's nice to be reminded that it can be as simple as did I have fun playing with that toy or not did you have fun playing with this podcast tonight I did have fun this is really nice is it over just be honest yeah. Really? It might be over. Okay. All right. Well, you can follow us on Unqualified <laughs> and all our social media. <laughs> oh, wait. No, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, what? Oh, um, I know what, what you're going to do. What are you going to do? do you, would you... I do this thing. The, it's called Fuck You, Sim. And on the count of three, we say Fuck You, Sim. Fuck You, Sim? Yeah. Are you like okay? Like pointed? It can be whatever... If you... Whatever emotion you choose to put behind it, that's your choice. Okay. <clears throat> clear my throat. 
on the count of three. One, two, three. Fuck, Fuck you, Sim. Sim. Good night, everyone. <laughs> oh, yours was sort of that was great. soft and low. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Sim. Fuck you, Sim.